Hey, Steve. Yes, Jamie. Do you like stuff that works? I like things that work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like domestic appliances in my house, which are breaking all the time. Oh, electrical old appliances you're talking about, aren't you? Yes. Ooh. Old school. They don't build them like they used to. No, this episode, pepper grinder, me. This episode is sponsored by old school domestic appliances that never let you down. As soon as you put a plug on it, isn't it, Jamie? As soon as you think, oh, that'd be better if it were electrified. I know. My dishwasher packed in, Steve. I'm fuming. Yeah. Dishwasher yeah. packed in. She, uh, she broke her hand. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> I'm washing pots in the sink for the first time in years. Do you know what? Someone actually, I had a conversation quite recently with someone about and they persuaded me that actually dishwashers are rubbish anyway. If you actually use it, yours is probably broken because you weren't using it correctly. Because if you read the instructions, you're supposed to rinse. The, basically, all a dishwasher does is finish the job. Right. It doesn't wash the dishes. You will still wash them, but what it does, it just starts, puts a sheen on at the end. Oh. Because you, all the residue, any bits of rice on your plate, you're supposed to wash them down the sink. So, well, you might as well just wash them in the sink. Yeah, yeah. Which oh. is a different answer than what the engineer gave me. Because oh, I, well, I said, I said, I've not had it long. And he just went, China, in it? China. China. Like nothing in China works. Like, he's China. That was it. Shrugged, that his, right? shrugged his shoulders like a fella in Wigan, like he knows yeah. Like yeah. The, yeah. the electrical <laughs> industry, make, our way everything's built. He, just, he actually just went, China. Do you think, yeah, does he really believe that in China, everyone in China has that attitude to everything? It's, whatever it's, the job is like remember doctors in China just go oh, Chinese doctors oh, can't be bothered it's what well. is it what's his liver oh we can't that's, that's a lot of work that I'm not bothered with that huh? half-hearted into everything half-hearted <laughs> half-hearted yeah half I thought there was a smell <laughs> I thought you did this morning when I went to the, into the kitchen so what's on the show well can I just sorry yes you can keep on the appliance thing I've had a bad week for appliances as well have you go on yeah go on. I, my, I, I, should we introduce the show? Because yes, that's what I'm trying to do. In, this is in the introduction. I, I need to apologise for yes, a ridiculous do. mistake that I made last week, and I'll come to that. It's going to be a royal proclamation mm. if I'm that embarrassed about it. Um, and it's just a week since Jamie supported me in the kitchen. Whoa. Cabaret, not cooking. Right, we've got a little tale about that, haven't we? When talking of kitchens, it's not been a good week for kitchen appliances for Jamie's dishwasher, and... I've had some problems in my kitchen as well. Uh, we'll talk about the rising power of pharmacists as well. And all the usual features. A rod proclamation, what's trending, rockabye baby, a clothing focus. But right now, Jamie, you look like you're in a right old mood. I am in a mood, Steve. I can tell. Curry paste. <laughs> Curry paste. <laughs> yeah. So... What, the, the I've had this before with a uh, certain brand of lager, by the way. And then the curry paste, I just... I buy this certain brand of curry paste, right? You, when you say curry paste, do you just mean like paste. a generic it's paste, like a madras to make? So to put in when oh, you're so making a whole, madras. yeah, to make okay. it, to make it curry, right, you know. Right. Um, and then it was only when I sat down because I just buy it, I don't make mm, it. Mm. And I sat down to eat it and I thought, oh, oh where we go? Every, every, every week, everyone, someone trying to get in touch. Um, and it's, and I thought this tastes different. This, this doesn't taste. 
I was tasted for 10 years. You know, yeah. what is up with this? And they, I looked at the jar. I thought, have I bought the wrong one? And it said, new and improved recipe. You think, what? No. No, all right. The recipe was fine. What you've done is just brought out a new one. Mm. You've changed the recipe. So it is now a different product that I'm buying. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fuming. Yeah, I, I get that. And um, obviously, got to update these things, haven't they? They usually do it when they reduce things like salt and stuff. They're just say new and improved, and the, the, yes, they have to save I mean, money I, by I taking think, a key think, ingredient out. Haven't yeah, they? I think improved is well, it's it's subjective, isn't it? Well, it was subjective to me. Do you know what I mean? Curry. Because they can always argue that one out. It's the same as the way that Carling used to advertise their beer is probably the best lager in the world. Carlsberg. And, yeah, and Carling never did that. They were no. the Premier League sponsorships. That's right. Am I right? Well, yeah. when we're around there. Carlsberg, wasn't it? They're probably the best. You see that? Can I hear me proclamation there? I can apologise for last week because that's a Could similar you, sort of mistake. You made a mistake again. I think there's you? something going wrong with me. Come on. I don't know my Andy's from my elbow. You're, getting, you're making a lot of mistakes recently, Steve. Uh, last week? Yeah. And we even put... Yeah, but you didn't even spot it. You're I just, just go, as bad. You I just go with it. This. I was talking about the Ur Uruguayan rugby team that got stranded in the mountains and yeah. got a great film, Society of the Snowies, and then started... And I didn't... Yes, all the time I was saying, the Alps, the Alps. And it was the Andes. The Alps. It's not, this little village is dotted all over the Alps. I don't think they would have been a loss for as long. No wonder they didn't get and found. French cuisine. I mean... Hey, no wonder they didn't get found. I know because they were looking. They were looking in the Alps for them. You're on the map. Yeah, I mean, um, absolutely. If it, if it's someone like me in charge of the search and rescue. Yeah, so I wish to apologise for that. It was, of course, the Andes. The correct answer was the Andes. You got like I said, up. I don't know my Andes from my. You elbow. got pulled up on social media, didn't you? Yeah, straight away. Somebody just put Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. But I took it. I mean, I mean they were absolutely. I, I, I take that. It was ridiculous. Maybe this is a sign of where your career is going. That leads me on to a post that somebody sent me. Somebody sent me a picture on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, they came across a poster of you mm. in a care home. <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah, the poster's in a care home. I am not yet in a care home. No, no. no. So I do, well, I feel more welcome in there. After Listen, Jamie, you've got to eye up your future, haven't you? It was it's worth taking care home gigs at the moment just to just think. I went in one the other week, uh, not far from here, in Standish. Just now it's got to Standish and uh, gorgeous place. Yeah. Oh, it was very nice. The fact that you're saying that means you're ready. I'm I think I am now. I think I'm mean, my daughter's 21 this weekend. But let me tell you, this was a Primrose Gardens residential. Um, yeah, if you want a book. Residential. <laughs> pop along. Facility for pe people <laughs> of an age. And But key, key thing is, Steve, you were advertised us for doing a show there on an afternoon. Well done. But yeah. what, what you were actually, you were next to the poster that was advertising mild exercise classes. <laughs> Mild ex I should have I should have had the poster and moderate chuckles. Yeah. Like that. Tuesday, mild Steve Royal. Exercise and moderate chuckles. Wednesday, day. mild exercise. <laughs> With Janet Royal. Should you get Janet in doing the dancing? <laughs> oh dear me. Oh no, Jim, honestly. I am up I am up these places. There's some I've done them. There's some good ones out there. There's some really good ones. Well I did one and then you went the following month over on the Wirral. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. That was another good one. It was brilliant. It, 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 
There's always a comfy seat. I tell you what, we're doing some weird gigs at the moment. I mean, you, you took yeah, kitchen, cabaret. kitchen cabaret. Yeah, so this time last week, we were discussing the fact we were going on <laughs> to this and you were going to come down with me and it was a fair old trek, wasn't it? But it was worth it, wasn't it? Well, apart we, from being heckled by two dogs. We had wonderful hospitality. We had a choice of food. Yeah. Shast- Shastas, what did. would we like to yeah. eat? And we said, chili, chili and rice. And we got there and... Um, it was a beautiful setup, beautiful house, and and it literally was like she'd set it up theatre style. Mm. It was massive, wasn't it? Really, well, a first size kitchen. Let's be honest. Two dogs, six cats. Yeah, <laughs> they're just walking around. <laughs> How many times did that dog come? Because I buy it, you just get just walking in. Yeah. Do you like a guy? You know, there's always one, usually one person in any gig who just has to keep getting up for another pint. But that was what the dog were like. He'd just wander off and come back in again, right on the front row. Right on the Ordinarily, front row. most comedy posters will say, <clears throat> act subject to change in case something happens. Mm. So most people aren't bothered. You were the headline act on that one, so clearly mm. she's pushed you. Yeah. And normally you just brush over the fact that the first act is, is different. You know, yeah. you just sort of say, listen, a bit of a change lineup. It's James Sutherland tonight. Yeah. But when she did that introduction... Do you, I... I don't think I've ever heard a worse introduction for you, uh, and it proper made me chuckle. She more or less apologised. <laughs> tell them, <laughs> tell people what she said. We've got some good news, and we've got some bad news. Bad news? <laughs> bad news? I said, first of all, let's do the bad news. Uh, I really, really wanted Stuart Goldsmith. That's what she said. Right. Oh, no, no, so she started off by saying, I re- um, Matt, who did it last time... Uh, unfortunately, his wife's pregnant, um, and so he couldn't make it today. The good news is she's going to have a baby soon. Mm. That was the good news. That was the good news. I thought you were going to be the good news. No, but then you weren't even the good news. No, and then she went more bad news. I tried to get Stuart Goldsmith. This is how far down the line this, I'm yeah, going here. Year. And you, meanwhile, you're just going, oh my word! I said, but and he couldn't make it. But the good news. No, but stop you there. Yeah. She said she loves Stuart Goldsmith. She loves him. As a comedian. And she went, and, and now he's so handsome. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're getting... And then they get Some ugly scouse ugly lad. scouse lad comes in. Anyway, we've got this ugly scouser bloke who says he's going to be funny. I don't think she even... I don't think she actually mentioned the words about you being good news, actually. I don't no. think you were even the good news. What, what I was... Yeah. I've been your support act in past. Yeah. Oh, she said... I am... What was it? What was the phrase? Steve's brought a replacement. Yeah. That's what I was. But then she said, apparently. That was it. Apparently. Apparently is good. <laughs> apparently. Just so people... Like, I'm going off... She's just basically making sure she has, does, is absorbing all responsibility yeah. for her own actions in booking you. Right? It was all on me. But just so people have got the picture painted properly in the head... This is all happening as I'm about to walk on. Yeah, yeah. So that. she didn't get... The act cancelled last year. Yeah. She didn't get a number one choice of replacement. Steve's got a mate. Didn't even say comedian. <laughs> Steve's got a mate who's agreed to step in as a replacement, apparently. <laughs> and that's my... And I had to walk on to that. Oh, my word. It was good, though, wasn't it? It was a very good... Uh, well, that's it. Do you know what? In some respects, having an introduction like that isn't a bad thing, is it? It was gold. Suddenly, I always think... when You know, compers often come up and... Or usually come up and say, how do you want to introduce him? And I say, just say, he's all right. And they have a little bit of chuckle. They never do it. But in actual fact, it's not a bad... When I used to go flying in Edinburgh, and we used to do Edinburgh shows... 
obviously the competition is so intense up there. Everyone's giving out leaflets all the time. So people are used to being in five star reviews, five star reviews, best show in Edinburgh this year. It's getting all the, all the accolades, etc., etc. If you go up to someone with a leaflet and go, here, it's all right. It gets their attention because it's something they haven't heard. Then they go, what? what? Yeah. So it's all right. It's all right. And suddenly you're in a conversation and then it sells it, you see, because they know there's got a little bit of... Maybe you've got a point there. Do you know another thing I used to do? What? I've got time for this because this is quite right. So Is this lengthy? It is, but it's funny. It's what I used mm. to do. So I used to have a leaflet of the show. This is when I used to do Slaughterhouse Live, right? And I'd have the, have the leaflet and say, excuse me, if you want to come see the Slaughterhouse Live um, at, the, at the caves at, the, at uh, 6.30? And they go, yeah, yeah. So they'd start to take the leaflet. I said, oh, I'm sorry. So I'm running out of leaflets. Do you mind if I just give you the details? So I'll rip the top off. So there we are, Slaughterhouse Live. There you go. And keep the other bit, the other bit of the leaflet. And then they go, okay, where is it again? I said, oh, sorry. Yeah, let me rip off the venue. So then I'd rip the venue bit off, give them that. And they said, oh, you don't know the time, do you? I'd rip off the time. I said, oh, um, you don't know the, the price. There's the price. Go to the box office with that. I said, actually, give me those bit. You might as well take a whole leaflet and save, save that for someone else. And did you sell out? Yeah. Every night? No, you didn't. No, I didn't. You didn't. You don't sell you out didn't. in Edinburgh. Oh, we did, we did sell out some nights, to be fair. To well, be to fair. be fair, you've sold out recently because you've been in the care home in the kitchen. <laughs> so your career is well sold out. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, do you want some music, Steve? Let's give us some music. Rockabye Baby, as ever, this time of the is there where we get an old song and it's played in a baby tune and we see if Steve can notice it. you think steve oh, it just at the end there uh, yeah i weren't dun, giving dun, you dun, it all dun. was i give me again because you actually had me the <clears throat> headphones earlier than normal there go on Michael Jackson. Yeah, are you reading? No, I'm not yeah, reading. Go on, Michael Jackson, but what's the song? Is it Michael Jackson? Or Jackson 5? It was the Jackson 5. Jackson 5, yeah. But Michael, Jackson Michael did it as well. Oh, which one is it? Oh, what's it called? Oh, ABC. Oh, well done. That's the first ABC. time you've got... Easiest one, too. That's the first time you've got it in ages. It did sound just like someone messing about on a xylophone, that one, didn't it? Ding, ding, ding. Oh, a glockenspiel. What's the difference between a xylophone and a glockenspiel? Is a xylophone a wooden one and a glockenspiel a metal one? Oh, they all the same be. thing. Oh, I don't know. We'll have to... We could look into that, find out, find out. Big uh, news, Steve. Uh, Big oh, news, oh, you know, because we've had to do our tax this week. Mm. I know everyone pays tax, but it's just not nice, is it's it? It's not when nice you when, you, when you've had it in your... I think the difference between, you know, when you have a normal job and it's taken out... Nah, you, you don't... We well, get used to it, no? It's every month or whatever. But when we have a lump sum in January, when it's been in your bank and you just gotta go bye bye. But bye I read, bye. I read the other day that William Roach, mm. also known as Ken Barlow, mm. is being um, the HMRC have petitioned for bankruptcy against him for for his outstanding debt of whatever amount. But he's ninety one. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's 91. If, oh, you, if you're listening, Ken, Ken Barlow. <laughs> what are they going to do to him? Bill, listen, in all seriousness, drag this out. I think that's the best thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Take it to the highest court in the land. I mean, how, how many years has the post office dispute been going on? 19. There you go, then. If he can drag it out further 19 years, I think he's rest assured his sentence will be minimal. Maximum, maximum, isn't it? What? His sentence is the ultimate sentiment. <laughs> sentence. What are they saying to him in the letter? Hey, listen, Bill, if you don't pay this, you're not going to get a mortgage. <laughs> I've never read something as bizarre. I mean, I mean fair enough. If, I get it. Yeah. Rules are rules. If you know, it's just a system thing, isn't it? But there's no one looked at that and gone, we're not getting that. Yeah. There's not a chance we're totally getting that money. Pointless. It's like you said to me on the phone. It's like, it's the equivalent of me being a hairdryer, didn't you? Yeah, you buy the hairdryer. Pointless. Just utterly po- pointless things in life. It's like you getting acting classes. What? You know what I'm talking about. But you I'm talking of acting classes. Yeah. Why have we left? We've not mentioned it. What? We're doing a live show. Oh, of course. Where we will almost certainly incorporate Jamie's acting masterclass. Yeah, because I think we're going to so. do a Finding Funnies podcast live. Not actually. Well, the elements of the podcast will, will be, be in the live show, yeah. won't they? Not necessarily recording it just for, to, you know, go out as Are a we going to record episode. it? We'll record bits of it, won't we? Backstage. We'll get you know, a few chat with the audience, etc. Well, you'll be doing a bit of stand-up. You I'll will be, be doing a bit of stand-up. Yeah. Um, I'll hopefully give you as big an introduction as she did in the Kitchen Cabaret, mate. Both do stand-up and we'll both do features from the show. It's... And maybe new bits. It's in September, so it's a way off. Right, but you're gonna have to. But I'm not being funny here, right? But it's Charlie Little Theatre. It's not low. And whoa, 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 it always whoa, 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 sells whoa. out. Charlie Theatre. Was it just? Is it, have they dropped the little? The little went a few years ago. Did it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because it's big now, isn't it? It's is big. I wonder if they had to drop it because they did increase the seating capacity. I bet they did. But, you know, when it's it gets over three hundred, anyway, pop on down. I, I'm not just saying this, but the last four shows I've done there, Jamie. So we've late. done. Well, I've I've done with you, yeah. The, the last you've shows never I've done. Supported. You've never done surely in the last four years without me. Have I not? No. You're like the little added bonus though. People go, "Oh, you were good." That that little fella who came on with that little scouse lad with that funny accent. So stop saying the last time you did. The last time we, we did. did. Have I not done one show without you? No. No, I haven't. I've carried always, you. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's just there. Oh, you're constant. You're my constant, Jamie. I'm you are t- my constant. I'm going to tell him that it's the 29th of yeah. September, Sunday. So it's bath night. Yeah. But we're going to do it at seven o'clock. So you'll be home early. You'll be home early. Chorley Theatre, 29th of September, 15 quid. If you sell it out, right, if we do sell it out, we'll probably put on an earlier show. Which we right. did last time. Which we had to do that last time. And then you don't have to worry about the bath night situation, do you? No, because we do an early one. Be so buy a ticket for this one and help someone else is what I'm saying, I think, in a roundabout kind of way. Going back to your dishwasher story, by the way. Yes, Steve. I, I've i got an ex- a bit of exciting news for you. Go on. And I only noticed it when I came into your kitchen this morning. You've got a metal, a, quite a modern, I'd say, stainless steel sink. Mm. I noticed one. It just popped up on my Facebook thread um, this week. And it was a dishwasher that just does like one load of dish uh, uh, as you want in it doubles up as a sink oh that's fancy isn't it so it's got a lid on it so basically you put all the stuff like you would normally load a dishwasher you load your own sink 
Right. So then you can do all the rinsing. It's already there, isn't it? All right. And then you just shut the lid, press a couple of buttons, and you're, you're away. And I don't think, well, I'm hoping it wouldn't take as long as it. Because that's the problem with dishwashers. They take a long time, don't they? It's about two hours. I know. Mine is on the eco mode. Yeah. I've it's slightly colder water. Whatever. It goes on like, I think mine's like two hours, 15 minutes to wash some pots. It is a long time, isn't it? I wonder that after Christmas dinner, I don't wash the pots for two hours, 15 minutes back in the day. It is long, that. Very I, long. I, I've got to dial it in with, me, with the other washing machine as well, the clothes washing other machine. washing machine. Yeah, me, me, well, I've got a dishwasher and a clothes washer. So oh, my clothes washing machine, right? I can't seem to do it. A quick wash, like a there's a 15 minute setting, but it won't spin it as fast. Oh. So then you've got to, you know, faff about with, you know, getting all the water out of it and, and put it in the dryer then. So it's more of a job. I'm sorry, I'm... I'm, I'm do you have a dryer? I'm throwing my burn, burdens on you here. Do you have yeah. a dryer as well? Yeah, I do have a dryer. Yeah, I have a dryer. Condenser dryer. Can, um, you know what it fills up with um, water. water? And then you go and pour that out. Of the well, it would, well. You, well, you said that in the past. You and your Mrs. Hinch. I still use that. I still, I still use the water from the dryer and put it in a spray I've bottle. I've still got a little spray bottle and use little Jamie's cleaning and it, fluid. And it genuinely works as a cleaning product. And if you use it on glass, it doesn't streak. Very good. It's pure. It's pure water. That, it mate. is a top, top. Absolutely pure water. Top nice tip. stuff. Nice stuff indeed. Um, talking about appliances breaking as well. My, my oven broke this week. Get this. Go on. Right, so you've had your problems with your dishwasher. China. China. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Um, Samsung. Is that China? Where is Samsung? Samsung. Japan, oh, Japan isn't it? Japan, anyway. Uh, right, go anyway, on. Anyway, so my Samsung oven, I got it, I think, very early on in the pandemic. I got that. So it's only three years old. And it's packed in? Already. Packed in already. What, does it just guy stop? Comes, so I get a guy thinking, well, it's only, it can't be something serious. It's only three years old. So I get the guys to come round and fix it. They look at my old oven, which I still have because I use the hob of that. It's a gas hob and that still works. The other bits didn't work properly. Oh, okay. Right? And he went, well, Samsung, yeah. How old is it? I said, three years. And he said, no, we're not going to be able to fix that. Really? Looked at the Samsung 20-year-old oven. I went, we can fix that. I went, you're joking. That's again going back to the difference between old appliances and new. Even the old electrical appliances were better. So they've got managed to get these parts for this. This is a Smeg one. Good quality, mate. Belting. I got it before I had kids. Can't you know be that I mean? good. It cooking is more important, eh? It packed in. Well, it packed in, but it can be fixed, is my point. Right. It can be fixed, whereas that is now a huge appliance. Just got a bin it. Has he fixed it? Um, yeah, fixed it. Wow. I've got it all. It's a fit. Oh, it's very exciting. feels like I'm in a brand new oven again. That's the problem with the dishwasher as well. The oven, I mean, it's in, it's in situ. You know what I mean? I can, you can see it. Yeah. So if you get a new oven, you go, oh, it's every morning you come in and look at it and go, oh, that's my new oven. Dishwasher, you're going to have to get the new dishwasher now and never really see the benefits because it's integrated, isn't it? So you've got that door and you just go, oh, yeah, it's new inside, but you quid. never see it. 500 quid for the dishwasher. I'm still reeling at my soup maker going. Soup maker? Oh, my soup maker. Pan? I've never, I've never you mean the pan? virtues of my soup maker. You I've mean a pan? No, no, I don't mean a pan, mate. I mean, a, it was brilliant. You put, you basically just chuck everything in, press a button, 21. I don't know why it's 21, but it is. 21 minutes later, delicious soup. I'll make 
you a soup on this show. <laughs> That'd be quite good, actually. Go Tommy. down and get a it. Soup and boil. I did once do it when I did a ra- the radio show years ago when I went for the Mimi thing. All right. And uh, I did make a soup live on air. You can make any soup. Just chuck the stuff in. It's the best soup ever, but it's broken now. Yeah, that's not working anymore. Again, it's appliances. I got a flashback. I heard on, I heard on some other radio show it was. It, it, you know, when trying to identify a, a sound. Yeah. And when they told us what the sound was, it was like a, it like sounded like a, like a grinder of some kind. But do you know what it actually was? Go on. It was an electric carver. They like came and went, didn't they? Again, this goes back to me talking earlier about kitchen appliances that you don't need to electrify. But there's suddenly this urge in the, certainly in the 70s, to put everything, make everything electrical, make pepper grinders electrical. Put a plug right? on it. Put a plug, yeah. So they put a plug on a, on a carving knife. Do you remember it was just two blades? Just, and it, was looked like, it looked like a hedge trimmer. That's <laughs> exactly what it was. <laughs> just a basically. Same technology. Same, exactly the same technology. Right, and you just hedge trim your bird, and it just basically just send bits of meat flying and flesh everywhere, flying all over your kitchen. Just going, I never bought one, and I never bought probably because I've been at someone's house and seen the mess. My dad used to use it uh, mainly to punctuate conversations with his mother-in-law, so she'd start piping up, and he goes, "Good idea." Well, I tell you what, Ian, I absolutely did it all the way through. I know. Genius. Getting fat on his glass eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the meat spitting at the eye. You know, you know, hey, you know there was too much fat on the beard because yeah. your dad's eye just fall out because of the <laughs> all the grease that's just shot in it. <laughs> no, nothing to hold it in. Did you see on the the, the news that the uh, from today seven different uh, medical conditions now you don't no longer go and see the gp i saw and a bit about the pharmacist taking more responsibility uh, well the, and i think they're asking us to go to the chemist or pharmacist so many have set up right? Right. so it's like tinnitus uh utis in women earache sore throat and all that yeah have you ever queued in a pharmacist just for just for your prescription yeah what chance have you got of being seen? <laughs> I'm not sure how well, this was going to work. All that's going to happen is your doctor's receptionists are going to start to be taken on and employed at chemists. At Tesco. And you have someone on the door. Imagine someone stood on your chemist's door with the same attitude as a doctor's receptionist just going, oh, what's the matter? <laughs> all right. All right. Well, can you get, well, I don't, I just don't feel well. What do you mean you don't feel well? Give me all the symptoms and I'll decide whether you can see the chemist or not. I am the guardian of the chemist. I don't think you're ill. You don't look ill. <laughs> yeah, but it's all internal, isn't it? I feel really, really, I've got a really bad stomach. Have you though? Have you? Well, the chemist can see you six weeks on Thursday if you want to pre-book. That's Actually, it. you can't rebook anyway, can you? No. If you'd like to come back to the chemist between eight and two minutes past eight, <laughs> maybe the chemist can help you then. Is that all right? But the chemist is really busy now for the rest of today. The shop's already full. It's five past eight. You've left it to late. It is ridiculous. There's no, honestly, imagine talking through some of your medical issues while someone's there with a trolley full of shopping. They've done the big <laughs> shop. 
Is this how far we've come? Is this how far we've come? I think the thing to do is just go make it the most embarrassing thing you could possibly. Just clear the chemist. Well, every every time I break wind, <laughs> yeah, just be overconfident. It evacuates. I tell you what, I'm and I'm really windy now. Everyone will be out of the place, won't they? Just go in coughing. It worked during COVID, didn't it? I mean, let's face it. If you saw someone coughing during COVID, right? Oh, during voice. the pandemic, you were whoa, yeah, right out, weren't you? So, if you want to be seen quick, just say yeah. about this niggling cough. Yeah, everyone in the house has got it. I've give it, it the house is and then just be loud. Oh, yeah, and you'll have the place to yourself. Yeah, literally, I'll just go and just fake a faint, just faint, fall into the shit. And there's something the about chemist. your doctor that you like sharing bits of information with yeah, as well. Not just your local chemist. I mean, no offense to chemists. In fact, in actual fact, kept a lot of chemists. My local chemist, lovely fella, lovely yeah. bloke, right? But it's not. He's not the one you want to be... And like you said, in public, they can have little chemist booths. It might it might get to the point where, you know, when they like go visit someone in prison. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. like that. You know, with the... With the well, I want to see it in films, aren't I? But you know when they have... The, the phone. phone. So you go to your chemist and you'll be queuing to see the phone and you go into a little booth and the chemist will be on the other line. Hey, what can I get you? All right. I don't know why you have to do that voice. Why is he mank? Because <laughs> he's like, you know, <laughs> that's what's happening, isn't it? <laughs> he's a drug dealer at the end of the day, isn't he? So he's going to be alone. All right, what can I get you? Yeah. And I've got, well, I've got a bit of a dicky stomach at the moment, I said, and the usual, t- you know, off the shelf stuff, I can't, it's not shifting at all. Don't you worry, I'll sort it out with something nice. What sort of complaints did you say they, I can go for? Uh, UTI, but I think that's only in women. Okay, so I don't know why that. I think men can have. You, uh, um, well, that's that's where you infection, just urinary tract infection. Yeah, but I think it's uh, a bit okay. more. I think it must be women get easier or more common. Mm. It must be a more common thing in women than men. Yeah, you see, earache. Just giving that. They're just having moving down benefit. They're taking the. See what I did? Yeah, uh, earache, sore throat, um, sinusitis. There's a, there's a list of seven items. Sinusitis? Have you made that up? Sinitis, sinusitis. Sinusitis? Yeah. Is that such a thing as sinusitis? We played up front for Real Madrid in the 80s. <laughs> Is there something to do with your sinuses? It's something. It sounds more like a distant planet. You just know people. Uh, if you look in the solar system tonight, you'll see sinusitis. There, in the distance, as far away um, um, as uh, look beyond Uranus, and you'll see sinusitis. It's a word. It's a word. It's not a word. It is a word. I'm looking that up. I'm going to look it up right now. Sinusitis. Right, hang on. Bear with me, folks. I'm going to look. Have you got it? Sinusitis. Come on. I bet you it's there. Oh, it, is. it is there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. See? Go on, oh. tell us what it is. Well, common symptoms of sinusitis include pain in your face. Is your face hurting? Yours will be in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's killing me. My dad used to do that all the time. What? Is your face hurting, son? I got no, Dad. It's killing me. <laughs> hey, there you go. Um, my dad, a was a, my dad used to, a headache. My dad used to double as a time traveller. Because he used to, to offer to knock my face into the next week. <laughs> 
I'll knock. That was a Doctor Doctor joke. But Imagine, but back in the day in the seventies, eighties, yeah, I'll knock you into next week. Your parents were actually allowed to physically threaten you, and you never <laughs> told anyone, did you? Oh dear! Pass me that slipper. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pass, 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 me it, that pass it. Pass it to be hit, and you did it. That's what's ridiculous. You go and get the slipper. Yeah, Dad, hit me with that. <laughs> School teachers. My mum, I remember my mum used to say, the reason she had so much discipline over her kids back in the 70s and 80s when she was teaching was because she, she had a special grip. And it was just, you know what, them hairs, just there. Yeah. But just as they go just down by, his, you know, like, what do they call them bits? Yeah, sideburns. 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 She'd grab them on kids and pull them. Come here, get away. She was a domestic science teacher, but get away from that oven. Pull kids like that. Imagine doing that now. We was at Holy Angels Primary School in Kirby. Holy Angels. Right. That's one, one word away from hell's Holy angels. Holy Angels. Holy Angels. Yeah, honestly. Was that I, the real name of the school? Yes, it's still probably still late, but I don't know. What well, other angels are there? Let's don't. I'm just curious to I mean, there's Holy I, Angels. I mean. Genuinely, genuinely. The cane was still in existence when oh, I was at yeah, primary school. Yeah. You used to have to go, Stan, what was his name now? Yeadon, Mr. Yeadon. Oh, anyway, hmm. he was the head. Yeah. Right. And you, you'd go, and the teacher would say, go and stand on that mat. And the mat was the mat that was outside his office, the head teacher. Now, you had to go, and you couldn't lie. You had to tell him what your crime was. And he'd shut the door and ponder your punishment. And more often than not, he would come out with a cane mm. and you'd have to put your hand out. <laughs> right. But did you, you did you get the cane? Yes. Did you have it? I see. I, but I, you couldn't we help. We had a strap. We had a strap. We didn't have the cane. But you couldn't help but do that. Oh, pull your hand oh. back. <laughs> Don't you see any threat? It'll Don't. be worse. I'll make it worse. You have two. Exactly. You'd offer yeah, more yeah, yeah. If, you, if you moved your hand. The only one I remember getting was in PE. We had Mr. Jones and Mr. Bushel. Now, Mr. Jones was massive. He, I think, rumour had it, <coughs> he'd been in the Olympics, but no one never knew what event. Right. It ranged from pole vaulter to boxer. Right. We just didn't really know. It never was divulged what exactly he did. And then we had Mr. Bushel. Now, Mr. Bushel was your kind of bulldog kind of. I remember him standing up on the at the end of the changing rooms once on a cold, wintry morning. Go, I won't send my dog out this weather. But you're going out cross-country. And you'd all go, oh, no. And then we'd have to run out through the snow and ice, right? And But the disadvantage that poor guy had, in your first three years at school, he was bigger than you, right? Yeah. So he used to really be horrible. But then, by years four and five, right, as you got a bit older, and then especially in sixth form, when you're teaching you then... All kids, the big, you start to get bigger, so you get your own back in games of football and stuff. And there were some bigger uh, kids absolutely leathering in football and stuff like that. I wonder if the teachers still play football with the kids. I don't know whether they even. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, you, you can't. There was a lot the, of the, the old out. Kez one, the old Brian Glover, isn't it? In Kez, that kind of character. But the punishment he used to dish out was a slipper. The, but it was an old training pump. Yeah. Right? Old training pump. And. You'd invariably been swimming because we, we had a pool at our school, obs, right? And you'd basically it'd make you do ten press ups, 
and every time you rose up from a press up, it'd whack you back down with the slipper. Get over. Yeah, on your wet, you know, trunks. You were, you know, you swimming, aren't you? In a swimming pool. So you'd messed about in swimming class. You oh, mate, hang on, Steve. It's whacked on your bum by it. So you had a teacher who whacked. Wait, up, yeah. You had a. Let's look back at this. You mm. had a teacher mm. that would make you get out the pool all wet. <laughs> Do two press ups, and every time your bum come up, he'd whip you with a slipper. You're making it sound like the seventies was a dark era. But we've got that right, haven't we? <laughs> it's just like when Joey Tibiani went to get his. Look at some of the celebrity influences of that that era, mate. No, and you'll understand it was perfectly normal. This is like when Joey from Friends realised he was getting his pants measured wrong all his life, wasn't it? <laughs> what happened with that? Didn't they used to cut they used to cop him? <laughs> <laughs> and they said and they so said, isn't that what everyone does? And everyone was like, no. <laughs> I had a nerve. So you've just talked through. <laughs> oh God. God. Weed. What was your school called? It was Roach Valley. Roach Valley, yeah, as in Cockroach. I, I, it changed its name then. To, to what? I probably had to, had to, for legal reasons. Yeah. <laughs> had to change its name. It became Hollingworth High. I think it's still there. Hollingworth High. Still, the building's changed. It's changed. It was, it, we used to, it was weird. Mine, it, I'll tell you, you'll all know where my school was, right? If you ever drive over from Lancashire to Yorkshire on the M62, just before you get to the man who lives in the middle of the motorway there, right? You come, the last village or the last turn off is exit 21 on the M62 and it's for Milnrow. And Been just there. as you go past the exit, if you look to your left, you look down onto Milnrow and there's a school just there. And the best thing about this, I said the best, most disturbing thing was it was designed by some Swiss architect or Swedish architect, I think he was, back in the 1930s or 40s. And he built it in the style of a swastika. Never. Yeah, it was generally. So you know when you used to get your... It was disturbing, innit? You, you know when you used to get your school map on your first day, you know, year one, as it was back then. Now year 11, isn't it? But year one, you go, you get your map of your school so you know which rooms you're going in. And you looked at it and go, oh my word, there was an upstairs and a downstairs of it. And they're basically just two swastikas on a piece of paper. It was exact. You, you think I'm making that up, but honest to God, it, ex it was exactly that. And because the elevation of the motorway at that point, if you look down, it used to, like I say, it's been, I reckon it's been disturbed because someone finally pointed it out that it just a bit it was wrong. It's probably on that. the flight path into Manchester well, Airport. Well, exactly. That's it. Airplanes go, look at that. That's a bit odd, isn't it? Honestly, I'm not even wow. uh, not making that up, mate. Honestly, honestly, that, that is phenomenal. I tell you what, I saw that made me giggle this week. You better not. Uh, <laughs> you know, when we discussed about the fact that you endorse this and I don't personalised number plates on cars. Oh yeah, I always feel for the guys who are in quite clearly what is the wife or the daughter's car. Oh, what have you seen? I saw a belt. I was behind this car. No. You're going to look, aren't you? If you see a registration, and the registration was, I made a note, B4BE. Babe. Babe. Yeah. F. Now, what the F is, you know, maybe because she's called Francine or whatever, Francesca, anything like that, right? So, Babe F, right? Yeah. And you're going to have a look, are you? If there was a grading system, then F. What colour was the being car? generous because it was a, it was a, it wasn't a pinky colour. It was like, yeah, it was like a green. Yeah, they're always a bit, not going to be normal. 
usually like you say a pink or, a, or like an off green this one was right yeah. and I thought well I'm going to look at my baby let's have it bloke there beard looking right miserable little beanie hat on him and you just felt for the poor fella. So he's had to borrow the he's car. He's had to borrow. And now all day he's having to drive around with blokes like me looking in going, oh, there's a baby in there. Oh, why did I look? Maybe he's doing it deliberately. Maybe just to, get, to catch, catch, people. catch people out going, maybe he's tagging me now. Maybe he's driving around Oldham mm. with a slipper. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> catch people out. <laughs> Mr. Bushel, yeah. Anyway, me in garage and underwear search. Oh, you can put that. We'll do that next week. Oh, no, that was it. I was going to ask you. That was what I was going to ask you. Go on. I was going to ask you, when have your kids embarrassed you? Has your kids embarrassed? Because it made me think, because that's some kids embarrassing their dad by getting babe F on the registration number. Uh... He's never had to drive around and he's embarrassed. So when has your... Because mine, and I was going to me at the garage underwear search... When Bradley was a ba- when Bradley was a toddler, mm. there was a day, right? It must have been less than one, mm. right? So you know when you sort of you're on edge all the time, making sure they're well. And yeah. He uh, he wouldn't he didn't open his eyes. He didn't physically open his eyes. This one it was a Sunday, mm. so you know you're trying to like. You can't communicate properly. He mm. genuinely wouldn't open his eyes. This isn't a joke, by the way. There's no punchline. Like lying in the cot, you mean? Or was it? Like, yeah, and then you got him open, trying to feed him. and But his eyes wouldn't open. So everything else was normal. But he wouldn't open his eyes. Took him down to Wigan Hospital. Because you're like... Still with the eyes shut. Still with the eyes shut. Right? And Wigan Hospital for kids, by the way, is yeah. great. Right. You don't sit in the normal bit. You, you have a kid's sort of A and E. Used to. Around the corner. You go to yeah. chemist now. And it, yeah. Shut your eyes, he? Yeah, got chemist for that. Wacky weird house now. <laughs> and they came in and sort of did a few questions, all that sort of stuff, and then left. You know, when they leave and they shut the curtain, they whoosh, yeah, that curtain. Yeah. And it was at that point, he just opened one eye and then shut it again. Right? And then opened it and shut it again. I thought, He's having his on here. I don't know where he got his... <laughs> he just opened his eye, looked round, shut it. And you're like... You just think he I've just took him in with some, getting attention. I've took him in and what can I be described like they're thinking there's a tropical disease. They're asking where we've travelled and everything. But I'm trying to think of everything, whether it, oh. it, it's literally one eye oh, glance. Of shut eye, that is. Yeah. So, oh my word that was I, embarrassing that well, was my embarrassing. The, the one that I mentioned there that I didn't understand my own notes at first I remember now obviously having three daughters yeah there came a point certainly in the teenage years where they started looking at bikinis and stuff for holidays but he always used to dad can I borrow your laptop oh, you told me twice yeah. about this so I give him a laptop yeah I bought a laptop not think anything of it I then took my car to be serviced and, you know, we can sit in a little bay and I thought, well, I'll get a bit of work done at the garage, let them service it and I'll sit there and get myself a free cup of coffee, etc. Sit there, open the laptop in this public showroom and they've not cleared the, the search history, have they? Just reams of reams of teenage bikinis no. on the screen. I was like, oh my God. Trying to shut it all oh, down. Yeah, he's looking at me. I'm going, just shut it down, shut it down. 
one of the few, one of the many, actually, dilemmas of having teenage daughters. You got all that on flustered. Hey, yes. the, the weather seems to. Well, it's been wet, but it's it's getting ah. a bit it's getting a bit milder. Mm. There's a but, twist in this week's. Well, we need to know what people should be wearing. Friday looks to be bold, bright and largely colourful, with some pastel shades drifting in from the west. Thick knit jumpers may appear in places by the end of the day, however. Saturday looks to see plenty of cashmere and occasional spells of denim, particularly later in the day. Clothing a touch heavier and somewhat plain. A Macintosh and galoche day on Sunday, but turning casual, moving to loungewear by the, by the evening. Shoe state, thigh boots to high tops. Underwear, careful to dareful. And that's your clothing. So just a reminder, folks, yes. our live show... September 29th, 7pm, it's a Sunday night at Chorley Theatre. Tickets will be online and available for sale, but hopefully, hopefully today, hopefully yeah. today, but keep looking. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.